Welcome to the Foolish Adventure Show, where guru hype is banned, lifetime value of a customer is king, and the internet business has replaced the J-O-B as the path to financial success and personal freedom. Now, here's straight talk about making a living online with your host, Tim Conley. Welcome to another episode of the Foolish Adventure Show. I'm your host, Tim Conley, and I've got a special guest here, Denver Riddle of ColorGradingCentral.com. He's a Foolish University member, been a longtime Foolish Adventure Show listener, what, since the beginning, right, Denver? Yeah, right from the very start. All right. So so I'm super happy to have you here, and I guess I need to do my, my signature line. So what's up, Denver? Not much, Tim. Oh, not much. I, I think there's a lot going on. Uh, you were, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a, there's quite a few things going on here. Yeah, you were telling me a lot of uh, things that have happened over what the last year and a half that you've been uh, building up Color Grading Central. So, could you tell us a bit about you know who you are, and we'll get into that journey of creating this this different business. Okay. Well, I'm Denver Riddle. Um, I'm from Utah. I live in Utah, and I worked for a marketing company in their in-house uh, video department, creating uh, different marketing videos, commercials, documentaries, and uh, videos of that sort. And I, you know, over, over the course of my career, I, I'm always looking for resources and training. And that's how I stumbled upon AZ Video and started to uh, subscribe to his membership site and to learn some things there. Uh, well, over time of... Um, being on Izzy's newsletter, even after uh, I had not, you know, renewed uh, my membership with him, um, I was still part of his newsletter. And so I'd get his, you know, weekly and monthly emails. And I happened to be on a, a trip to California doing a job there. And I get this email in my inbox, you know, right as I had landed. And, uh, you know, when you first power up your phone, you know, you get, you know, a flurry of emails uh, <laughs> that you, you know, couldn't receive while you were on the flight. Well, I, I got this email uh, pitching this foolish adventure. And I, and so I, I probably, you know, discarded it at the time, you know, just because I was busy collecting my baggage. But later I went back and looked at it and what I read in there just sounded really appealing. It really um, piqued my curiosity because I'm thinking, well, what is this foolish adventure? You know, what is this? You know, learn how to build an online inter an online internet business. So what I did is I, you know, read through it and I started listening to uh, yours and Izzy's Foolish Adventure podcast, the one that you're listening to right now. And that's just really where it all started. That was the genesis to really getting me started and excited. Okay, I need to jump in here with for all the new listeners out there, Izzy Hyman. And my friend and former co-host of the Foolish Adventure Show, we founded the Foolish Adventure Show, Foolish LLC, a couple of years ago now. And Izzy decided he wanted to spend more time with family. So we parted ways back last August. So that's for people who don't know who Izzy is. Izzy's awesome dude. Go check out IzzyVideo.com. If you want to learn how to do video, that's the place to go. So now that I've got that little commercial out of the way, we can jump back to you, Denver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I listened to the Foolish Adventure podcast, and I loved it because it was a great free resource, and it really started to get the wheels turning. And what my original motivator, my original driver at the time, 
was that, you know, my, my wife and I, we, we were trying to have a baby and I thought, you know, it, you know, when, once we have children, it would be nice that my wife could be a stay at home mom. So I thought, well, what, what am I going to do? How can I get my income level up and essentially replace her income? So that way, when we start having children, you know, we would be able to manage and make the mortgage payment and pay all the other bills um, that are associated with life. So, you know, I looked at this as an opportunity. And so I, I listened to all of the uh, Foolish Adventure podcasts, um, some of the first initial ones, and I decided that I could take the skills that I already possess and I could apply those to uh, creating an online business, uh, either selling information products or digital products. And so that's what I essentially did. I mean, my, my main interest um, in what I did as uh, working in video production was doing color correction, color correcting video, because virtually every film that you see uh, on, on television or in the movie theater, it has to undergo a color correction process as one of the last things. So that's something that really interested me. And um, one of the things I found really helpful was um, the Google Keywords tool that, that you and uh, Izzy had suggested, um, where you could actually search a keyword and you could find out what kind of interest there was in the marketplace and also be able to tell how much competition there was for that particular keyword, um, you know, of course, through AdWords but you could find, you know, an opportunity. And that's about all the market research that you needed to do. <laughs> Can you explain a bit more about what color grading is? Because I had never heard of any of this until I ran into you. Sure. I didn't know what this was. You know, you say it's color corrected. Like, what is that? And you were saying you researched the market. Well, how big is is this kind of market? Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, most people are, will be familiar with Photoshop artists or photographers who use Photoshop to edit their images, um, to either crop their images. If images are underexposed, uh, meaning too dark or overexposed, being too bright, um, they can correct for those. So color grading is the same kind of uh, discipline, but it's for uh, video, for m motion picture as opposed to still photographs. Okay. And so, you know, it was at one time, um, the market's really, you know, vastly changed, but it used to be something that was really inaccessible. Um, some nonlinear editors, video editing programs had some color correction tools, but they were really mediocre at best. But what happened is there was a big shift in the industry where the price of the tools and the software uh, that, that was responsible for color correcting all these great feature films actually came down in price you know it was just kind of like a technological revolution where the software was just democratized so that everyone you know could have access and so this really kind of opened up a market and it's it's still continuing to grow as, as the tools come down to a price point that's accessible to everyone so when i did the initial google keyword tool search um, just under the general keyword color grading um, just to see you know what there would be out there it was probably about 27,000 global monthly searches. And that was initially, um, right now it's up to about 31,000. So you can see that it's, it's starting to gradually grow over time. Huh. I find that interesting because a lot of people 
are like, oh, you know, wonder if I could make money in this. And I am finally getting to where I don't get surprised when somebody tells me of something that I didn't know existed and that they're actually making a living from. I used to just be like, I can't believe you could do that. And now I'm like, oh, I just accept it now. Like there's these things that exist out there that a lot of people have never heard of that has an opportunity to make a living from. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the internet is that you can reach most any kind of market now. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I, I chalk it up to, to two things. I, I think, um, I mean, there's lots of things that, that go into, um, creating a product and making it successful. But what I feel is, is the Genesis is like you say, being able to reach out to a worldwide audience. And as funny as I, uh, I, I went back East to, um, to New Jersey to see my grandmother for her 80th birthday and to try to explain to her, you know, that I started doing this and um, I actually didn't get to this part of my story yet, but, you know, I actually was able to quit my full-time job and to do this full-time. But I'm trying to explain to her how I, you know, make money. And she's like, you know, really, do people actually buy your stuff? People actually do that online? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, there's an audience of 7 billion people. Well, of course, maybe not all of them are connected to the internet, but, you know, somebody's got to buy it somewhere. And so I feel like one of the genesis is, is the global audience that you can tap into where you, otherwise you couldn't do that before. I mean, what you do is you'd maybe go to trade shows or like conventions and you'd pay a bunch of money to rent a booth. And, you know, depending on, you know, if you look at typical conversion rates, if I get 100 people in my booth, maybe two or three people are going to buy. Right. And I'm still limited to, you know, a geographic. And so the nice thing with the internet, with an internet-based business is I can reach out to the whole entire world. The second thing um, is, you know, an information product or, you know, a, a digital product that you sell online, you know, you don't have to maintain inventory. You don't have the cost of creating um, the product and doing the research and development on it. You don't have, you know, and shipping and handling, you don't have to worry about all those costs. Um, creating a digital information product, of course, you have to put in the initial, you know, front load work into it. But, you know, how, how hard is it to copy a file on your computer, you know? <laughs> use just command C and command V. That's essentially all that people are buying is they're buying copies of your product off of a server somewhere. Right. And so I think that's the second thing that's a, that's a beauty about, you know, having an, an online business where you sell an information or a digital product is that, you know, you know, typically businesses, I don't know what, seven years average, you know, they, they're able to become profitable, you know, right out of the gate with this kind of business model, you can, you can make it prof, profitable very, fairly quickly, I think. Yeah, if you focus on actually building a business instead of a lot of stuff going on out there is telling people not to try to make money for a long time. You know, wait, 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 you know, build up a bigger audience as opposed to serving a particular market with a product that they actually wish to buy. Yeah. There's those two different philosophies, one waiting and maybe you'll make money or the other one keep testing until you do make money. Right. So I want to, I, I know people listening are wanting to hear this story of all you wanted to do was make sure that your wife could stay home with the baby. Once you had a baby, she wouldn't have to go to work and you quit your job. So yep. I know, I know they want to hear that story. So I'm going to tease them a little bit and say that's coming, but let's talk about the actual products. Cause you were mentioning, you know, making digital products. What were the types of products you were making that allowed you to quit your job? Okay. Um, well, my initial thought was to 
create uh, information products that teach people how to color correct, how to use some of these softwares that are, you know, coming down in price. Um, I mean, the, the, the software that I use, my main flagship um, information product that I, um, that's part of my membership website, the software, you know, three years ago cost a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. And now, you know, the, you know, over the course of the company going bankrupt and another company acquiring them, um, they ported it from Linux to Mac operating system and dropped the license price to a thousand dollars. And wow. so it was just, it was just absolutely incredible what, what they did, what the company did. And so I created tutorials on, you know, how, how to use that particular software. And I, and I follow a, a three product approach as you teach on your foolish university where I have a free, you know, I have some free tutorials that drive people to my website. Um, and then once they get there, you know, they can partake and, um, then, then there's, you know, of course, you know, reciprocation where, you know, they've received something and, you know, they want to give something back in return. And I have an email opt-in where, you know, they can get even more tutorials if they put in their, their email address, um, which is really, really, um, a big deal when it comes to email marketing and, and launching new products. And then finally, the, the, the paid for product itself, which is a six month membership. So that's my information product. Um, my digital products are, uh, basically like presets or plugins. Um, like I'm sure everyone knows of the popular Instagram and Hipstamatic apps on the iPhone. And I think Instagram has also, um, been ported to, um, Android, uh -huh. but, you know, people, you know, can add really cool creative looks to their video just like they can with stills. And so I sell these, uh, these presets and these plugins as, um, as digital products. And what I'm finding is, you know, initially what I was going to do is to create the information product and then later roll out these digital products. But, um, what I actually ended up doing was, um, actually creating the digital products first because to create an information product does take a lot of time and it takes, you know, it's, it's, a, it's quite a large scope. But to create the digital products, uh, like the plugins and the presets, I could actually create them relatively quickly. And so what ended up happening is it was kind of a, a role, it was a kind of a switch. I ended up launching digital products first, started to generate income and was able to quit my job, uh, my full-time job, my day job, my nine-to-five job. And then I was able to actually return to recreating, creating the information product, you know, of course it took, you know, months, you know, five, six months to create it. Uh, but now, I mean, those are the two, uh, sources of revenue that I have my information product and my digital products. Very nice. Very nice. One of the things you, I, I heard a little hesitancy about saying, oh, you know, I do this digital thing. I did it first as opposed to the information product. And I wanted to know, I want to tell people out there who are listening that you don't have to make an information product to build a business online. Mm -hmm. You can sell physical products. You can, you don't even have to have a warehouse or anything. You can drop ship physical products. You can find a supplier and find a market and you become the middleman getting the product from the manufacturer and selling it to a customer. You can make digital products like you are making these presets, the equivalent of a WordPress plugin. You know, people mm -hmm. can make money from building yep. WordPress plugins. People can make money from making iPhone apps or Android apps. There's a variety of ways of making a living on online 
And I've had a bunch of members and listeners who, instead of making an information product right up front, they started teaching what they knew live. They would do a webinar and get people on live and get people to pay for those webinars. And then they would sell the recordings of those webinars and that created their information product. So there's a a lot of ways of getting to your goal. Like, you know, your goal was to be able to allow your wife to stay home and you surpass that goal. And there's no one path to personal success. Yeah, I believe that. And, you know, I think too. And, and, you know, what I, what I suggest to other people, you know, cause once you've done this, I mean, you, you essentially become an evangelist and you want to share this with like <laughs> everyone with like friends and family. You want to say, look at what I've done. You can do it too. take whatever expertise or skills that you have and, you know, apply those to you know, an online business and, and you can make it profitable. And so, you know, what I usually suggest to people is, you know, whatever product that you can create, no matter what it is, whichever one that I call it a two week product. And maybe you've, you've um, maybe taught something similar. Maybe this is where I picked this up, you know, on Foolish University, but you know, whatever product you can create in like two weeks and just, you know, just really hammer it and really stay focused. I, th- I think that's a good entry product to, to get your feet wet, you know, and, and see if, you know, can I be successful? Can I do this? Um, and I kind of did the same thing with my very first product. It took two weeks to create and it was like a pilot product for me. And I, you know, I just wanted to prove to myself, you know, can I actually make money online? Is this, you know, a real, you know, business, you know, opportunity. And and that was, that's what I suggest to people is whatever, you know, if you can create a product in two weeks, that's, that's great, you know, and, and just get started. Yeah, I, I like having people like you on because it allows people to see that that it is possible, even though the internet has been commercially viable for over 15 years now. Mm. You know, that's that's nearly a full career at, at some job, right? Uh, yeah. 15 years, you, you could have been making money online. But it's even still, a lot of people don't believe it. And it's amazing when I get these emails and stuff of people like, I just made my very first sale. Oh, yeah. Mm. And they're like, it really works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I laugh, but it's only because I get a lot of joy out of people finally making that switch, that mental switch. It doesn't turn on until you see it work for yourself. Right. Yeah. And, you you know, like, you know, at first, you know, sometimes it's, you know, there's nothing like getting that first sell. I mean, that's just like euphoria, you know, whether it's like 15 or 20 or $40, you just want to like you know, take your wife out, you know, on the town and stuff, that first sale. But, you know, it, it's kind of a trickle at first, but, you know, over time, you know, then it just, it's just, you just kind of open up the faucet and, you know, pretty soon it's like a raging torrent, you know? Right. I want to st- jump on that. A lot of people, they have this idea because there's a lot of the guys in the internet marketing world. It's like, yeah, you do this product launch and you'll make hundreds of thousands of dollars in in a day or whatever. And Mm -hmm. they're like, look how much money I made and selling how to make money online. There's this idea out there that you're going to be an instant success. And you said it trickles in. That is truly how it happens for most people. Sometimes you do a, a good launch and you bring in a few thousand dollars, maybe even uh, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. But then after that, it tends to become a trickle again until you get good at developing the skills of attracting prospects that want your product and converting mm-hmm. them into sales. And that is it's a skill set in and of itself. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it can be it can be challenging. Um, I mean, going back to the trickle is, you know, one of the keys I, I feel like to, um, you know, making it, you know, really being able to turn on the faucet is, you know, is email marketing is gathering email subscribers. That way, when round two comes along, when you launch your your next product, you already have, you know, a, a fan base or people that are interested in, in, in what you've created. And then you can send out an email blast, you know, just part of, a, you know, your, your, your launch. But I think the email marketing is, is pretty key to, to doing that. And then, and then afterwards, after, you know, you've done a launch and maybe you launch a product quarterly. That's what I'm trying to do is launch a product quarterly because there's a lot of income that comes with, with, with successful launches. But having a variety of different products, you don't necessarily have to, but I, I look at each product that I launch as its own income stream. Right. So, I mean, initially right off the bat, when I launched something, of course the money's coming in it's great. Um, you know, you, you can pay off debt, pay bills with it, you know, maybe buy a new car, but you know, it's going to slow down. And so I, I think the key to that over, you know, longevity, uh, is to have multiple products and, you know, it'll have its initial spike, but then it'll drop off and then it'll just kind of gradually fall off until it's just kind of steady. But as you have a bunch of products that are steady and performing, you know, at a steady, at a steady pace, um, you know, you add those, you combine those all together and, you know, you can make a decent living and income just, just based on that. Right, right. Let's give people that, that story of what happened. Like, can you give us the time frame when this occurred from when you first launched your product to the time when you knew that your wife wouldn't have to work and mm-hmm. then, and then to the point where you knew you didn't have to work anymore? Okay, Absolutely. So I picked up on Foolish Adventure in um, 2010, about August, I think the time frame was. Um, you released a Foolish University membership site in uh, December, January-ish time, I G- think of yeah, 2011. January. Yep. January 2011. And I was like, you know, you know, I was all for that. I was just chomping at the bit to get this resource. So then uh, throughout the course of last year, um, starting from January 2011, uh, acquiring the, 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 the tips and, uh, the school, the skills and the know-how of how to create an online business from Foolish University. Um, you know, I built my website on the WordPress platform and, you know, used a really good theme, um, set up my shopping cart with eJunkie, uh, set up my PayPal merchant account so I could process payments, set up an LLC. All this I did probably the first quarter of 2011. I mean, I was just really excited to get going on this. Um one of the things that I did, I, I, you know, another key to success is, you know, you got to be willing to pay the price to win. So for me, that was, you know, getting up at, you know, like ridiculous hours in the morning, four or five in the morning and working for a couple hours until, you know, my night, you know, my nine to five job. And then I would come home from work and then I would still put in another three or four hours. So in total, it was like I was working two full-time jobs. Right, so right. Um, I, I, I created my first digital product in... May of last year. And for me, this was, you know, my pilot test to see if I could actually make money. And, you know, my wife and I, I launched it on a Friday. My wife and I went out to dinner and, you know, I didn't get any payments. I didn't get any sales. And so I was thinking, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. I had to do a trip 
um, somewhere for the weekend. So I, you know, I flew, I can't remember where I went. Um, but then still, you know, I've got my, you know, my phone on me and I could see, you know, if I'd gotten any payments and still nothing, still nothing. Then finally by Sunday, I got my first two payments. And like I was describing, it was just euphoric. I was just so excited that I actually made money online. Um, but so gradually over time, you know, I, I, the income, you know, I, the income started coming in. I started to be able to sell the first product. And then what I did to create my, my free product of the three product approach was I actually took my precious vacation time uh, because, of course, I was still still working uh, my full-time nine-to-five job. I took two weeks off and I created my free digital product. And, you know, I I launched the free product and it just went gangbusters. Uh, I created some tutorials on how to color correct in Final Cut 10. Final Cut 10 had just came out on the Mac um, in June of last year Mm -hmm. and it just went gangbusters. So I was getting lots of traffic and I created my first preset pack uh, for Final Cut 10. Uh, created a, you know 20 different looks, and I sold them for like you know 50 dollars. And I did I launched that about the end of July-ish time. And you know I'm I'm sitting there looking at my income, and it, it was just coming up. And, and and you know with all of this, you know it, you know with life, it's 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 a leap of faith. You know, getting married, buying a home. You know, not being sure if you're going to be able to make your mortgage or not. You know, it was just a leap of faith. And so. My wife and I, uh, she'd actually changed uh, employment and started actually working at the job uh, where I was working. And so there was a period of time where we were working at the same place for, for two weeks. But, you know, um, you know, I'm a spiritual guy. You know, I, I try to, you know, you know, pray about things. And, you know, this was all a spiritual journey for me. And, and so, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, what I should do with this business. And, you know, I just... You know, I just had a prompting one morning when my wife and I were driving into work and I said, uh, my wife's name is Heather. I said, Heather, I, I think I need to quit. I think I need to pursue this full time. And I have to tell you, she was she was not happy <laughs> about it because, you know, she was looking, you know, I, I'd gotten her the job there and she was looking forward to that time together driving in you know, to work and driving home, you know, and having lunch together. She was really looking forward to that. You know, and so I, I decided, you know, it's, it's a marriage, it's a compromise. I said, well, you know, I feel like I should do this. You know, I, I tried to convince her, but I said, ultimately, you know, this has, has to be your decision. I'm leaving it up to you. Uh, I can continue to work full time and try to, pers- you know, continue to pursue this and replace your income, you know, or I can just go full bore. Um, and so she had a week to think about it. And she said, you know, I, I think you should do this. And so I, I talked to my boss. I, I put in my two weeks and, you know, it was it was scary. But, you know, it was, it was a leap of faith. So I quit and I was able to, to spend, you know, all my full-time waking hours on, you know, building a business, launching new products, more presets for different software platforms, and ultimately creating my information product, which is tutorials on using, I'll just name the software, DaVinci Resolve. Um, and, you know, I launched that uh, March um, of this year. The beginning of March is when I launched it. And it's, it's just been great. I mean, I've, uh, in the interest of transparency and interest of building belief with your audience, um, not only was I able to replace her income, I was actually able to double uh, my own income. And to top it all off, you know, we, we are actually ex- expecting and we're expecting a baby girl in August. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's like a you know, doubly great story, right? Oh, you know, man. Yeah, I know for people listening, they're all like, hey, you know, that's great. You know, you, you did the, the, the financial success, but the family success, that's the one I get excited about. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we'd been trying for some time. And so, I mean, you know, we've just been really blessed, you know. Okay. So, you know, you're saying you've been very blessed. And so maybe there's a listener out there who doesn't feel blessed. Okay, because and I know there's a lot a lot of people like that where life's just kind of uh, kicked them around a bit. What would you say to somebody like that? Um, Well, I mean, if they have like a belief in God, um, you know, I would I would suggest, you know, imploring God for help, for help in their lives. I mean, they're still going to be responsible. You know, I mean, faith is, you know, it's 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 a principle of power. It's a principle of action. I mean, you you have to do something. But, you know, where you come up short, you know, God can make up the difference in their, in their lives. Um, and, and, you know, for me, my whole driver, I felt was a good, you know, noble thing, you know, for my wife to be able to stay at home and to, you know, raise our children. I feel like if my wife raised our children, I feel like our children have a good chance and a good shot at life and, and making good decisions, you know, living good, clean lives, making right choices, and so I felt like, you know, it was, it was a really noble driver and motivator. And so I feel like when, when, you, when you drive for those kinds of things, like long-term, you know, happiness, you know, whatever it is that you can f- find that happiness and fulfillment in, I feel like, you know, God wants to help you to, um, to accomplish that and to achieve your dreams. And I don't mean to sound all like preachy and, and stuff and <laughs> kind of go that route, but um, – you know, I, I really feel like, you know, if people need help, that God's there and he wants to help. Yeah, it, no matter what uh, anyone's belief system is, there is this bit of faith that you mm. that you, ha- you have to take because that you're, you're going to need it to take those first steps, to take that mm-hmm. first action. Like that experience of getting your very first sale online and realizing that it really, truly is real. And you listening to the show, maybe that'll give you inspiration over time. You know, you'll take action like you were listening to the show and, you, you know, from August and then in January, you started building your, building your business. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's several months there that it was your, your building and growing process. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have that. Maybe, maybe it's a few months for some people. Maybe it's several years for others. But they still eventually need to take that action, have enough faith in themselves that even if things go wrong, that it's not going to go terribly wrong. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just an internet business, right? Yeah. If, if, yeah. It, if it fails – Okay, it failed. You lost yeah. you lost some some time from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., right? Uh-huh. That's all you lost. You didn't yeah. you didn't lose your house, you didn't lose anything major, anything truly important. You didn't yeah. lose your family, you know, those those things that really count. You don't lose those things. So you have to have enough faith that you can just test this out. Yeah. You mentioned a good point is, is, is faith in God. You have to have that, but faith in yourself is all that, you know, I can do this. And, you know, to, to your audience and your listeners out there, I just want to say, you know, it's there. It, it does exist. These opportunities are there, even though you can't see them yet, they do exist. Um, and, you know, if you don't do anything, if you don't try anything, you know, you're just going to let life just happen to you rather than doing something about it. And I feel like this is a really safe you know, risk, you know, or manageable risk that, you know, you're just, you know, spending time on it. And maybe, you know, it, you know, it does flop or it doesn't, you know, it's not as successful as you want it to be, but you know, you're not out anything, you know, you haven't, 
you know, mortgaged your, your, your future per se, you know? And so I, I think that it's, you know, it, it's a really good opportunity with, with low risk. And, um, I believe anyone can do it. You know, if I can do it, you know, you sometimes hear this, you know, and Mark, if I can do it, you can do it, but it's so true. If I can do it, I, I feel that, that other people can do it too. Yeah, I, tr- I truly believe that. But unfortunately, the people who haven't done it yet, they're not truly going to believe it until they actually do it. And yeah. so I want to urge anyone who is not already building their own business to take the small actions. Just get started. You know, mm-hmm. the show is designed to be a free resource to allow people to get to th- that initial level. Take those steps. Get some products out there that a market wants to buy and, and test these things out. And just keep testing until it works for you. Yeah. It, it, Tim, if you don't mind, I would just like to make a suggestion out there. Uh, anybody looking for resources, um, one I suggest is, I think it's called Pick 4. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh-huh. it's like Zig Ziglar's Pick 4, and it's curated by Seth Godin. But what it is, it's, it's really a workbook. Um, you can buy it on Amazon. Unfortunately, you can't buy the book individually. You have to buy you know, a four pack. But in the book, you know, you write down, you know, you pick four goals that you want to do. And um, it's important to write down your goals. goals. Everyone uh, knows that, that knows anything about um, self-help and stuff. But, you know, th- these workbooks, you can write down four goals and, you know, it's, it's kind of like Dreamline. It's kind of like the four hour work week. But I think it's important to get your goals in writing and to have like a time frame on them, you know, and these the I think it's like maybe 90 days or 120 days. Um, but I've used it and I've used it, uh, you know, and it's been really helpful to me. So I just wanted to put that out there as a suggestion. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we didn't go into a lot on this, on this episode about like the technical stuff, because I really wanted to keep this inspirational. I wanted people to hear your story because I thought it was fantastic. And Mm -hmm. hopefully the people listening have truly enjoyed it, found inspiration and are able to take those first steps. So Denver, do you have any final last words for all of our listeners? Uh, you know, listen to the Foolish Adventure podcasts. You know, if, you, if you're really serious about starting an online business, I really encourage you to um, start a Foolish University membership and take advantage of the resources there. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not the smartest guy, but, but I can duplicate other people's uh, success or the things that they've done to be successful. And I feel like uh, the, res- the resources at Foolish University is the roadmap to uh, achieving that. Well, I, th- I thank you for that. And for those listening, I did not know Denver was about to do that. <laughs> but I, I, th- I truly thank you for, uh, for telling people uh, about a Foolish University. And until the next time, enjoy your Foolish Adventure. You've just listened to The Foolish Adventure Show with Tim Conley. To get more straight talk about making money online and building a successful internet business, go to foolishadventure.com. There, you can opt into the Freedom File newsletter. You'll also get access to the Foolish Guide to Launching Products video training module, over an hour and 20 minutes of business building knowledge that can generate tens of thousands of dollars for your new product. Enjoy your Foolish Adventure. Foolish Adventure.